Hi, I'm Matt Waller, Dean of the Sam M. Walton College of Business. Welcome to Be Epic, the podcast where we explore excellence, professionalism, innovation, and collegiality, and what those values mean in business, education, and your life today. I have with me today Brian Shaw, who is CEO and principal of Cushman and Wakefield Sage Partners. He graduated from the University of Arkansas in 1992 and has an MBA from the University of Denver in 1995 that focused on real estate and construction management. Thank you for joining me today. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. So, Brian, how did you know you wanted to go into real estate? Started back when I was in high school, when I was 15 years old, before I could even drive, I always wanted to work for some reason, even when I was young. Just always kind of wanted to have a job. And so I took a job when I was 15 at uh, a company where my grandfather had founded, my father was running at the time, Willishaw Express. So I grew up in Springdale. Willishaw Express is located in Elm Springs, uh, north of Tawnytown. I remember it well because when I first moved here in 94, back then they were the largest reefer carrier in the U.S. Correct. Yeah, they were a refrigerated transport. Uh, Actually, when they first started, it was Willishaw Frozen Food Express. My grandfather started the company uh, and then got got into basically refrigerated transport. Uh, Del Monte Foods was a a large uh, customer of theirs early on. And at some point in time, Del Monte Foods purchased Willishaw Express. Along those times, even though it was owned by larger conglomerations, uh, my family ran the company. My father was uh, the CEO and president of the company, but just kind of a long history story. But anyway, back to how I got into real estate, that's a, a sidebar, I guess. But So I went to work for Willishaw Express when I was 15, uh, ended up working in the shop uh, part-time and helping basically the mechanics uh, work on trucks every day. And it was, go get me this wrench, go get me that wrench, climb under here, help me with this to about, no, after I was there, probably a month and a half is just a summer job, but they had trusted me enough to go out and get the truck off of the back lot, go get me number 4833 and bring it in. And so I was, you know, didn't even have a real driver's license, but I'm driving trucks across the parking <laughs> lot. To, not, no trailers hooked to them, but the, uh, the 18 wheeler, you know, the tractors and, and bringing them into the shop. Uh, so anyway, how I got that, how does that lead to real estate? You're probably wondering what is, how does this connect? But Two of my really good friends that same summer, their father was uh, building buildings in Springdale, warehouse buildings, uh, a gentleman by the name of Joe Edwards. And so they were buddies of mine, and they were working for their dad, uh, and they were out, you know, getting tans and working in construction and talking about how much fun that was, and I'm climbing under trucks and coming home with my fingers, grease under all my fingernails, and and, uh, I said, that seems like a lot more fun to do. And so (laughs) the next summer, uh, I asked if I could go to work for him, for Joe Edwards, uh, in the construction. Uh, He was still building buildings, and so in Springdale, and so I worked the next summer uh, in construction, and then really all through high school and through college, I worked several years for him and some other uh, contractors uh, through high school and college every summer. I just loved being around construction and watching buildings go up. And I uh, was fortunate that we we worked for the owner who was building the buildings. And so basically we would work for whoever was on site that day, if it was the concrete guys or the, the plumber or the sheetrocker, or we would just kind of go help whatever crew was out there. So I really kind of learned the ins and outs of construction from an early, uh, you know, in my 
teenage years, basically. And so I just really enjoyed watching the, all the pieces of the puzzle come together. And so you enjoyed that, but was there any second thoughts ever about, well, maybe I should go into trucking? Yeah, at, at times, you know, I would, um, I mean, my dad had a good career and really enjoyed his job. And um, so, yeah, there were times when I would, you know, see the trucks going down the highway and, you know, I just being around the trucking industry growing up, there were times when I thought that would be interesting. But I re actually remember my father coming to me when they were selling the company for the second time. You know, I was an, a senior in high school and said, hey, would you ever have an interest in this company? We're thinking about selling it. And, it, you know, you're 18, 17, 18 years old. And at the time, I really liked construction. I said, no, I think <laughs> construction is what, what I want to do. And, and uh, he said, okay, well, I just thought I would check. I don't think he would have changed, <laughs> changed his plan if I would have said anything different. But uh, being around construction, got to see the plans for a building and really got interested in civil engineering during those times when I was in around construction would be in the owner's office and see the plans and I would flip through them and just got kind of really interested in, in how those plans translate to how a building gets built. And so I originally started at the U of A, University of Arkansas as a civil engineering major, but really kind of realized as I was working in the summers construction and I started really being more inquisitive about, you know, Mr. Edwards and who I was working for and why are you building these buildings and oh, tenants pay rent in these buildings and why does that make sense and how does the bank play into that? So I really got interested on the business side of real estate, decided to change my major to the business school. Brian, uh, what is a class that you took while you were in the business school that's memorable to you that you still remember? Yeah, I remember a strategy class, probably a senior level class. And uh, just found it fascinating how, uh, in business, how you can pick a strategy and come up with a strategic plan. I really, really were talking about going through strategic plan that I still use today in our in our company. Uh, as you kind of look forward into the future and how you can kind of plan a direction of a company, um, but it's really being intentional about you know are you going to be a low cost, high volume provider or are you going to be a more specialized. Uh, maybe higher cost, but, you know, the expert in or have the best product, like a Rolex, you know, compared to a Timex. And so I think it, before that class, I really didn't understand that in business, but it really was fascinating to me uh, how you can pick a strategy and the resources you have to employ in the decisions you have to make to go in the direction of whatever strategy you take. And it's analyzing your competition, what's out there in the marketplace, what are the opportunities. Uh, it all, you know, comes back to making that decision of who you want to be, what type of company you want to be, and then putting the strategy in place and executing it. Um, and you were continuing to work in the summers in construction? Yes. So yeah, really all through college. And then when I graduated from uh, University of Arkansas, I actually went to work for Joe Edwards uh, in full time. And he had a project he was about to start uh, and it was a moving. It was a manufacturing plant they were going to build in Springdale. They remanufactured jet engines. So anyway, that plan was in place. It got delayed right after I went to work for Mr. Edwards. So that project got delayed for a year. So he said, in the meantime, I've got a secondary business that I'm running, uh, basically a public warehousing distribution business. Why don't you go over there and and run that business for me? <laughs> You're a recent college graduate. So it basically threw me in the middle of running a secondary business. And it was, it was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed it and learned a lot, you know, on the ground. What an experience at a young age. 
It was. Actually, he, he put me on the job to kind of be a consultant. He said, that, that company's not making much money. You go over there and figure out how to, how to make money. And so I started trying to analyze. It was there three or four days, and the manager quit is actually what happened. And then he said, well, here, you be the manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, implement your great ideas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so after you got your MBA, how soon after that did you go to work for Cushman Wakefield Sage Partners? Actually, right out of my MBA, I did a, I did a project, a class project for a local company in the Denver area. I was at the University of Denver. They ended up hiring me as an intern uh, for my last semester, and then they hired me full-time. It was a company called Prime West. Uh, they're based in the Denver area, and they did office buildings and industrial buildings kind of all around the Denver uh, metro area. So got to, I was a project manager and got to be involved in you know, multi-story office buildings, um, which was a really great experience. Again, just kind of threw me into it and said, here's your project. And I had worked with the owner and the, the basically the chief operating officer of the company kind of hand in hand. Now, the, the work you did in the summers while you were an undergraduate surely made a big difference in your ability to get yeah. a job in that. Yeah. You know, I think any time a student can spend that summer time in a field that they're interested in, you Find out you may love it, you may find out you don't, but that gives you some experience in, in knowing kind of what direction you want to head. And so I worked for, uh, as a project manager for, for Prime West for about four years, I think, in the Denver area, and then moved back to Arkansas in uh, 1997. Uh, went to work for uh, a commercial real estate firm that was based in Little Rock, had a small office in Springdale. Uh, called the Irwin Company, and was with that company until about 2005, and that's when we started uh, Sage Partners. Who did you start Sage Partners with? T two other partners, uh, Mark Savers and Tommy Van Zant. All three of us, interestingly, had been had worked in commercial real estate in other markets, all in you know with bigger companies, commercial real estate firms. So we all had that out of market experience and connections, and so it made us a little bit unique in 2005 as the commercial real estate market here was really just kind of on the on the cusp of becoming what it is today. So it is interesting. I mean, you graduated in 92, but before you started college, you already had an idea that you liked construction and real estate. And not only that, but you've stayed in it the whole time. I guess it's in my blood somehow. <laughs> I can't get it out. Obviously. <laughs> No, I think there's a, there's a the element that I love about the business. One is the the, the tangible aspect of the business. You can drive down the highway and you can you can see the results of your work. And so just to be able to you know look and see those buildings that came up and you you know it may have been I helped just someone buy the land, but I mean there there's all different aspects of commercial real estate, or we helped them lease the building, or we built the building. But that's part of it. And then the other the thing I love about it is there's just so many stakeholders that get involved in a commercial real estate transaction from the the tenants the occupiers of the space to the you know the contractors that built it so you've also i mean you've been in construction and real estate through 9-11 yes through the great recession yes we've had a long run here of good things going on having worked in through those difficult times how do you use those learnings in your management and leadership going forward. Yeah, you know, we try to be disciplined, you know, with and help our clients, you know, be very disciplined with their investment decisions, you know, and how to structure a transaction or an ownership of a property where, you know, you can survive. That you're ready for those downturns, you know, when they happen, and don't get too overextended. Um, several people did, you know, 
leading up to the Great Recession. <laughs> and, and the banks got really involved during that time and had to take lots of properties back. Fortunately, we grew our business during that time because I think we were known as you know, some of the experts in the market and some of the ones that were giving good advice leading up to that downturn. We, we told lots of clients when the market really heated up in 05, 06, 07, you know, we advised them not to do certain things along the way. We felt like it was too you know, aggressive and too risky. But I think a lot of people remembered that and so came back to us when, it, when the times were tough and the banks came to us to help them kind of you know, move their properties. And so that really we kind of grew our business rapidly coming out of the downturn. Wow. So now Walmart's home office has been known as being very um, low cost. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to be building a world-class office park for their home office in Bentonville. And I, I see they're already moving dirt. Yes. But it's, it's one of the biggest construction projects in Northwest Arkansas history, probably, right? Yes, it will be. So, so tell me what you think about that. Well, I, I think it's awesome, number one, for Northwest Arkansas. You know, and I've grew up in Northwest Arkansas, so I've been around the Walmart story, and, and I mean, they, just to what they've achieved is amazing. And they, you know, they did it with, in the early days, I mean, the culture and the buildings that they were in were very uh, understated and just, and, but that's the way they, you know, that's what it should have been during those times to help grow them in that time period when it was really low cost to the customer was number one. And so however they could save money, they saved money and passed it on to us as consumers. And now I think they've had to try to evolve in that it's a competitive marketplace for talent. And so I think for them to you know, maintain and attract the best talent in that industry, uh, those types of employees want to be in really you know, cutting edge office space you know, with lots of natural light, you know, walkways, uh, trails, nice places to eat, in just a really nice work environment because that's the employee that they're competing for and uh, who they're having to compete with uh, for the future. So I've been in your offices, which are in the Hunt building there in Rogers. It's really nice office space, beautiful area. And that area you're in is changing so much. You know, there's a, the Walmart amp is there, which has wonderful outdoor music and events. There's a lot of building going on up there. A lot of dirt flying right now. Yes. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about Hunt Ventures and just what is going on up there in Rogers. Yeah, well, Hunt Ventures is was obviously started by uh, JB and John L. Hunt. And as Mr. Hunt was kind of less involved in the trucking company, he really got interested in real estate and development and got into this piece of property that's in the middle of the Pinnacle area, you know, next to the Pinnacle Country Club. When he first got involved, there was not much out there, and um, but really he had a vision for that area, and it's um, really what it's becoming today, just a place for, for people in Northwest Arkansas to work, to enjoy life, to play, and so really I think he would be uh, so impressed with kind of the vision and what uh, Mrs. Hunt has done with, with that property, and so we're fortunate enough to to be able to be involved with it. And we, so we help market all of the property and then we help develop it as well. The idea of, the, of an 18 hour community is what developments are really kind of shooting for today. And so as you come in to work in the morning to be able to you know, have opportunities for 
spouses and children to come meet you for lunch, places to kind of enjoy outdoor areas to restaurants close by or outdoor areas to sit. And then as you finish your work day to be able to go to a concert, to be able to go to Top Golf, to go to a restaurant, any of those activities, it'll keep you in an area uh, for an extended time period. So that's you know, what the, the vision is to create in the Pinnacle area. So as I mentioned at the beginning, the values of the Walton College include excellence, professionalism, innovation, and collegiality. For students, do you have any recommendations for them in terms of, well, you know, we often say be epic. That's kind of our tagline. Right. Do you have any, um, based on your own experience, right. you're from this area, you've come out of our school, um, what advice do you have for young students? You know, I, one thing I love about our area that I think as a student, you can, you know, it's so collaborative, uh, Northwest Arkansas. And so whether you're competing with someone else, I mean, we, I work with our competitors all the time. You know, we have to kind of in our business, but I think even other companies that compete, you know, if there's an opportunity to work together, you work together. And so I think that's an, a culture, part of our culture that students hopefully can get a taste of that that's in our business environment. But I think the excellence piece of it I really like uh, and really trying to be an expert in whatever you, whatever field you get into. And there's lots of opportunities. And I, and I think to be an innovator and to, to be looking for areas to change, that's our, that's every industry today. That mm -hmm. We have to be innovators. Yeah. <laughs> if not, you'll get left behind. And so, and then I think finally, you know, integrity, I think is something that is, is in the thread of our culture here in Northwest Arkansas. And I know that's really a big part of the Walton College as well. And I remember picking up some of those values along the way as well. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Be Epic podcast from the Walton College. You can find us on Google, SoundCloud, iTunes, or look for us wherever you find your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and rate us. You can find current and past episodes by searching Be Epic podcast, one word, that's B-E-E-P-I-C podcast, and now Be Epic.